All right, good morning. Family, I've been looking forward to this, this study for months, actually since May. In May, I felt real clarity. Now, it, maybe, it, maybe you feel like I always feel clarity on the next Vision Sunday, but, but very often it's just in the few weeks, maybe two or three weeks leading up to it. But this year in May, I felt really clear about what's going on with our church this next season and what God is, is calling us to, to focus on in the month ahead. So I've been, I've been very eager for, for Vision Sunday. I've actually looked several times at my, my calendar, just like, when is this coming? When is this coming? I, I'm, I'm excited about what we're going to talk about. The picture that God is going to be speaking to us about or is challenging us with and is leading us forward um, with is the image of sharpening an, an arrowhead. And our key word for this season in our church is going to be sharpening. Sharpening. That's, that's what our, our focus is over this season, sharpening. Now, maybe when you think of an arrowhead, you, you think of like an ancient stone arrowhead kind of chiseled out and, and all that sort of stuff. Uh, maybe a two-bladed thing. Most modern arrowheads are like three-bladed or four-bladed or, or six-bladed. And I think you're going to pick up in this talk as I, as I speak a little bit that, that I'm, I'm not only excited about having crystal clarity on, on where we're going as a church and what our next season and focus will be about, I'm excited about the imagery. I'm excited about the imagery, the picture that God's used, this idea of sharpening um, an and arrowhead because I have this kind of lifelong secret place in my heart for all things connected to archery. Uh, I, I, I need to warn you that my passion for archery may tip me over the crazy line or um, into the land of, of geek a little bit too far, but, but this passion started at Lakeside Bible Camp, so it's a Bible Camp thing. That's okay. And, and it was at Junior Boys at around age nine. Now, at Junior Boys Camp, you sign up for these skills classes, like knots tying, which I took practical, but maybe not super fun. Um, sailing. I took sailing, and, and, and I, that's also another one of my secret passions I don't talk much about, and, and I, I'm not very good at, but I, I do like it in theory. It's kind of like golf. I don't do it, but I, I love it. And, uh, and then um, one of the things was, was archery. And, and for some reason, I can picture this so clearly, um, being at, being at um, summer camp and, and at the archery range and the instructor teaching us all these things about arrows and, and what this point's called and, and, and how to do it um, rightly. And I just, I just loved, I just loved learning about the pieces of the arrows. I, I loved, the, uh, I loved the, the challenge of trying to hit the bullseye. I mean, if you know my personality, you're like, that makes sense. He, he likes, he likes the challenge of that. Um, I, I loved, I loved the stillness. There's that moment when you, when you draw back the bow and when you, when you're aiming at the target and you're kind of praying, please, please, something. Like, let me hit the hay bale or something like that. You know, like, at least something. Um, there's that stillness, though, right before you release that I, I just love it. I, I, I just, found it um, just found it amazing. And so at my 12th birthday or so, it, it wasn't my 13th birthday. That was the day I was baptized. But I think it was my 12th birthday. My, my parents finally um, allowed me to get a bow, like a compound bow, a really intense uh, bow for, for, my, for my birthday. I could have been 14, but, but 12 or 14. And I got this black compound bow, and, and I, I got this quiver full of dark graphite arrows. 
It's, it's so cool. And, and when, when I was able to go and, and pick this out, I got to pick the bow. I got to try it out at the shop. There's a range there. Um, not, you don't just shoot in the shop. There was a range uh, there. And, and then you get to choose like the, the I'm going to call it the feathers, but the fletching colors uh, on, on the, you get, to choose, you get to choose the color of the knock, the plastic bit that's at the back of the, the, um, the arrow that, that snaps in. And you want to have that a bright color because you might miss the target and you want to be able to find it in the woods maybe or something like that and so i had this i had this like bright orange knock and then i had these like bright green and, and orange uh fletching feathers i had this graphite gray shaft with these steel steel i mean i i i just loved every bit of this and and um uh, we, we, we got some, where I grew up, we had um, about an acre of lawn and about a half acre of wood con connected to other, other, um, other woods. And, and so uh, my parents got these like hay bales for me, and I just, I just shot target after target after target to pieces um, in, in these years. Just loved it. I got all these like cool supplies, like, um, I mean... Okay, I know that half of you are thinking this is not cool supplies, but, but still, um, I, I, I got this... Um, this uh, uh, stabilizing bar mounted to the front of my bow. I got this built-on quiver thing on the side of my my, my bow. I, got, I had this like three, it's like a leather, uh, it's not a glove, but it, it's got these leather fingertips and then it attaches to your wrist to stay on so that you can shoot over and over again without wearing out your, your fingers. And uh, I got, eventually, I got this uh, trigger release thing where you snap on this this thing and then you pull back the arrow and when you're ready you just you just push the the little button with your thumb and it releases the the bowstrings more smoothly and so there, there's less it's like doing this it's just a little bit of wobble there just a little bit more accuracy i had, I had sights i had everything so anything i really into archery uh, uh growing up really really big fan and now my geekiness didn't end there um, obviously, I love reading books such as, but not limited to, The Lord of the Rings and things like that with archery in them. Now, that's probably still okay, but there's one more level of geek. And, and before I say this, and before your opinion of me goes through the floor, I just want to warn you, I, or I just clarify, I never did this, okay? I, I never did this, but I thought about it a lot. I researched it a lot. I, I imagined myself doing this a lot. I, 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 I looked up exactly how and where I could do this. I, I, I thought about applying to do this. <clears throat> but to be clear, I never actually did this. Okay, so, so um, <laughs> I wanted to, and I seriously investigated joining one of those clubs that ran around in parks with fake swords and, 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 and um, tennis ball tipped arrows and uh, 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 mock fantasy battles. <laughs> now, now some of you are like, you can do that? Yeah, America, the land of opportunity. But yeah. Uh, 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 so I'm a huge fan of archery. And so... <laughs> When, when for this year, for, for this year, I, I, uh, God gave me this picture of this arrowhead and, and sharpening this arrowhead. Not only was it a, a clarifying mandate, but I'm like, this is an image. I get, I'm excited about the, this image, not just the mandate. So uh, now I know before you ask, before you ask, no, I never hit a single living creature, human or otherwise, 
with an arrow. I, I didn't do any hunting. I was a very vegan-friendly archer. Uh, so, so we're all okay here in the West End. Anyway, so, <clears throat> so our calling, our calling as a church for this next season is to think of ourselves as an arrow about to be released. As an arrow about to be released into this next era that God's leading us into. And before we're released, we're called to, to sharpening. To sharpening. To sharpen up a bit and get ready. And there's, there's things that work great in this church and, and, and are great. But, but in our church, there's, there's lots of things that can be refined. To be refined and, and clarified a bit. Sharpened and, and all that kind of stuff. <clears throat> there's a verse in Jeremiah. Now, just to be clear, we are not... In a study on Jeremiah this this summer, we're definitely not doing that. Um, I may have talked about it, Jeremiah a few times this summer, but we're not in a series on that. The series that we're starting this next week is about three unlikely leaders who are learning to follow God well in times of transition and change, and things that they learn. We're going to be talking about Hannah for four weeks. We're going to talk about Samuel, and then we're going to be talking about King Saul, all in the book of First Samuel. I introduced that last week. That's where we're we're going to be going. Learning to follow God well as a people as a church and we're gonna we're gonna talk about it. We're gonna live it But all that to say we're not in a study of Jeremiah But there's a verse at the end of Jeremiah and the 51st chapter in chapter 51 Which I think very much echoes um, Our call for as a church here in this next season in chapter 51 Jeremiah is talking prophetically about the future maybe 50 60 years depending on exactly when he wrote these words Ahead of time um, at when he was alive and when he was ministering Babylon kept coming in and and destroying and decimating the land of Judah The nation of Judah and he was writing about 50 years or more into the future when finally um, God's people were going to be rescued and, and, and strangers would come and they would invade Babylon and so he's writing about that And that future day when God is going to bring his rescue and his help and his salvation And so he says this in chapter 51 verse 10 he Says the Lord has brought about our vindication This is prophetically looking looking ahead at what God is going to do as if it's past tense The Lord has brought about our vindication come let's tell it in Zion What the Lord our God has accomplished and we're going to be doing that in the years ahead Speaking joyfully of what God Will accomplish in our future and then it says sharpen the arrows fill the quivers F family When it's time When god's time is at hand for for change For advancement into your next future steps as you as a person You're gonna be you're gonna want to be ready For when that moment happens you're going to want to be at that point in your life where, where you're sharpened, where the arrows are sharpened, where the quivers are full, where you're ready to step forward as fully and joyfully and preparedly as you can into God's next open door for you when, when that moment comes. For, for your life and throughout your life, you're going to have seasons where you're going to feel stuck Potentially where you're going to feel like there's lots of waiting for for before god's next step forward Times of waiting are actually times of preparing 
There, there are times to, to sharpen. There are times to, to, to work in the secret place in our hearts to, to get our characters and, our, 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 and, and everything ready. Um, sometimes preparing looks like maybe this week you're in a Bible read-through group and, and you're reading the book of Matthew. You're not in a time of crisis. You're not in a time of confusion, but you're, you're preparing for that future day. And you're, you're filling your heart with God's word and you're getting together with God's people and you're, you're talking about the things that God's speaking to you about. You're, you're faithfully reading. You're faithfully preparing so that when that challenging day does come, when that, that, that day when you're, you're fear, afraid, maybe because God is doing something and it's a little bit unnerving, when God's maybe asking you to take a faith step, there, there's lots of moments when maybe somebody's sitting across from you and they're asking you a question and they're full of doubt and you understand that this is a moment that God has set up. Do, are you ready for this moment to, to encourage them in their faith or to encourage them to not turn away or to encourage them to turn to God? Are, are, are you ready? Maybe a, a time of disappointment, a season of discouragement. You don't have to go back and search the scriptures because your heart is full of them because you're prepared for this moment. You're prepared. You've been reading it cover to cover in your Bible read-through group for years. We're not just in a season of preparing, but actually this is one of those seasons of last-minute preparing where God is, is, has, has given us a glimpse into where we're going very specifically and excitedly, and we're going to be able to uh, have some last-minute preparations, look over what we, where we're at. Um, we're not starting Bible read-through groups today. We're, we're, we're in the sharpening process when we want to be as ready as we can be with, in that arrow picture— um, that our arrowhead is sharpened and ready to be released so that it can fly and strike as effectively and, and powerfully as it can, piercing the darkness, bringing light, the light and hope of Jesus into new places, into new hearts. So when I think of um, this picture of sharpening a dull arrowhead, I picture four, not that... I thought we're, we're dull, but we can be sharper. I picture a four-bladed arrowhead, a four-bladed broadhead, four blades uh, to be sharpened. Not that each is as bad as it's possible to be, but, but even, a, a, even, a dull, even a dull arrow can be, uh, can be powerful and effective, but we want to spend whatever time we have to get sharper. And I think of each blade as, as an aspect that we're going to want to hone, that we're going to want to sharpen in this next season. The first one is our gatherings. Our gatherings, Sunday gatherings. Now these are these are great, but there's some things we want to get sharp at. There's some things that we want to experiment with. There's things that we're just gonna just kind of adjust. Small. We're gonna be adjusting forwards and backwards and and and, and in different places. Um, we're, we're looking at adjusting. Now, now, my wife Kelly, she's given me some helpful suggestions when when it comes about like how to assess my schedule and rearrange uh, my schedule a little bit so that I can give a bit more time to to teaching. Now, I've not heard any any complaints about teaching. Um, um, but still, uh, you know, like, okay, that's an area that I, I do want to get sharper in, and I can see a way how, how I can do that. Um, we're going to try and tighten some things up a little bit, maybe introduce a, a little bit of video in, into, the, into the services a bit. Um, Craig is working at developing us as a church uh, when it comes to, to worship, and he's been doing that um, in here and, and working with the tech team and developing the tech team a lot right now And maybe some of you have also enjoyed the the playlist on spotify the spotify playlists to help us with worship outside of of sundays um, there, There's been some new music. We've been intentionally introducing so, some new music in, in, uh, Aiming for a bit more celebration Why because we think we're going into a season of celebration 
like that Jeremiah passage, where, where we're going to look back and we're going to be celebrating what God's doing and, and has done. And so, and so we want to be prepared with that, that uh, musical repertoire of uh, ready to sing and ready to celebrate um, when, when, our, when our day uh, comes. And so we're preparing for that as God's getting ready and he's in the process of answering years of prayer, prayer requests. Years of prayer requests. Now, <clears throat> I just want to say I appreciate how uh, that we love the church. We love the church a, 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 as it's been, and, and probably most of us feel great about, about what it is, and that's great. We're not sharpening our gatherings because of any complaints. I, I've not heard any complaints um, about, about how things have been over the last several years. Praise God. Uh, uh, no complaints. Love it. Um, big, big fan of no complaints. But the reason why we are, we are potentially adjusting is everything is about the thousands and thousands and thousands of people not here that's what that's what it's about that that's the why I, I spent the best decades of my life praying and fasting and pleading with god for reawakening and revival in glasgow for god to, to outpour uh, in, in a powerful way against praying against the multi-generational exodus and the abandonment of of, of jesus and and, and the church I'm praying to see it not only stop, not only this exodus stop, but to, to rapidly reverse, reawaken revival. I'm praying for this. I've been praying for this forever. I, I, I've, been, I've been calling us to pray together about this. And I'm preparing for that answered prayer day. I'm preparing for that day when, when people are, are, are turning back to God in, 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 in huge uh, numbers. So we're, we've been praying for more space as we prepare. And it looks like God's in the process of answering. Uh, and we're, we're gonna be fine-tuning. We're gonna be fine-tuning so that we can be ready because once reawakening happens, it's a bit overwhelming. Re when revival comes, it's a bit overwhelming and you don't get the same moments to, to sharpen and refine as you do now. You, you're just, you're riding this wave and you're holding on and you're praising God and you're praying and, it's, and, and so now's our moment to, to, to sharpen our gatherings in, in answer to that prayer that's, that's coming, a revival and reawakening. So sharpening our gatherings, that's one piece. The second piece, caring. We're still on the caring, um, the caring track. We're not done. You're still on the hook for caring, okay? You don't get to move on from that. Um, again, being, being ready here on Sundays, caring here on Sundays, being a welcome church, being a, a bold people who will say hi to those who they don't know, who will rise up to serve in different ways because of our love for God, His church, His people, a people who will pray for others in hard times because we care and we want things to turn around in their lives. A, a people who will bring meals when, to people who are having a rough season. A people who will care for not just those here, but people in our city and our community. Uh, those who are, are suffering and hurting. In this season, we want to keep sharpening our, our love for one another well and loving our city well. We're, we're doing good, we've made progress, but, but we're going to continue to push and see if we can do better and better. Because people are hurting out there. And people are hurting in here. And we don't know who's all hurting here and who's all hurting there. But we're going to work to having hearts that are caring and ready and are, are, are approaching this time to, to love one another well. Again, we're, we're doing well, but we're going to keep pushing on that one, keep sharpening that one. That's number two. Number three, number three is Bible groups, or Bible read-through groups. And <clears throat> when I think about the stress 
and, and pressures and, and work stresses that I've poured into this church over the years, the message writing, the leadership challenges, and, and all those things, at the end of the day, what I've, what I've always known is probably the single most important and powerful thing that goes on here in this place isn't those things that I've stressed about day to day, but it's the Bible read-through groups that you're a part of. When, when you sit down and you, you read your Bible, and then you get together and you share the things that you love about it, both those moments are just incredibly powerful. I hear story after story after story of people saying, oh, this jumped, God was speaking to me in my Bible reading this week, or someone else's share, or my Bible group, they prayed for me in this moment. I, I just know that those times, those times are, are, are having the biggest impact of, of all things. When people are meeting in groups of six or seven, sharing the Bible. I love it. Lives are changing. They have been for years. Um, hundreds of you are in Bible read-through groups in this church. Hundreds of you. And, and, and I know that you've experienced God moments, some really special God moments. You, you, you've, you, you've seen it in your, your own life and through other people's lives. There's great things happening, and, and yet I'm so fascinated by these groups right now that I, I'm going to be spending this season personally assessing and sharpening where we're at with Bible read-through groups. We've got a Bible read-through groups leader uh, meeting this week, which I'm leading, and then a new, new leaders meeting. I want to say about new leaders, um, so, some of you, we need more groups. And maybe you're like, okay, if I, went, if I was going to start a group, I, I, that's okay. I like that idea, but I wouldn't know who to be in my group. We just need spaces to put people into right now. As people are coming into this church in the city, we need, we need blank spaces. So, so you don't need to have a plan for who's going to be in your group. We'd love to, we'd love to fill a group for you if you're, if you're willing to be a leader. If, if that's you and you're willing to be a new leader in this church, you can talk to Abby. Afterwards, she'll be at the Welcome Center. Or you can talk to me, but I won't remember very well. Uh, it's, better, it's better to talk to Abby afterwards or send Abby um, an email or myself an email. So that's Bible read-through groups. We're going to be sharpening that. And fourthly... We're going to be sharpening prayer and you're like ingraham we're always sharpening prayer around here yeah and isn't that great i mean this year the fasting week shares i've been hearing so many shares about the fasting fruit and the 50-day prayer challenge we're always loving to <clears throat> to lean in, in the area of prayer god's doing great things when it comes to this next season and when it comes to sharpening in the area of prayer ruth who's in charge of prayer and, and the development of prayer here in this church she's working at focusing at sharpening in three specific areas she's looking at uh, focusing in prophecy in healing and in intercession prophecy healing and intercession over this season that's that's our aim to kind of sharpen up in, in those areas we're also looking for <clears throat> For people to to join our prayer ministry team We'd love to double triple our prayer ministry team um, as our church expands and, and maybe as we start a south side campus and things like that I don't have any update there, but as we continue to lean that direction When there's an opportunity To join the prayer ministry team It's an opportunity to change your life There are people in this room who don't believe that God really speaks to them or could use them in prayer ministry. But there's some of you who are going to be like, okay, if someone will help me, I'll give it a go once. And you're going to take a bold step, and that opportunity is going to change your life. And you're going to be like, oh my goodness. All this time, I didn't know God would hear my prayers for someone else and act. I didn't know that 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 the prayer that God was going to give me for this person was going to be just what they need in this moment. And you're going to 
you're gonna just, your faith is going to skyrocket. Your life is going to change as you, as you take a risk. And you're like, okay, I'm going to try this. I'm going to try this. You don't have to have been a new believer for, for very long. You just need to, to be bold and say, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give this a go. And feel free to train me in this area. It's going to be powerful, life-changing. <laughs> Back to the notes. <laughs> so anyways, I'm going to say... I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to say that this, this is... Uh, that we're as bad as we, 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 we could be in, in these areas at all. I think we're doing pretty good in these areas. I'm going to say we could do better. I'm, I can say that I can do better. That, that I can do better in these areas. And, and I know that there is a lot of anticipation uh, about the, the, some big moments ahead for a church. Maybe intrepidation and, and anticipation of what's going on. Um, but there's, there's some great things that we can be doing now. As we look forward in, in just sharpening before before that moment of release comes where we're, where we're launched into our next as a church together We're in a season of sharpening, but I also Sharpening have you ever sharpened anything before? There's a rub There's a grating As you, as you take a stone and you and you slide it along the the steel blade There's there's some 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 um it, it, it's it, there's I don't know I, I cringe just thinking of the sound that it makes and the, and as you as you as you hone the the hone the blade sharper. It, it's not it's not like it's it's all happy days. Dip it in chocolate and it's sharper. <laughs> there's 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 some rub there, and and maybe some of you have felt a little bit of the this idea of blessed subtraction. There, there, that God, there's been some blessed subtraction leading to multiplication. That is a, that is a word that has been spoken over this season a couple uh, different times. We're in a season of blessed God-led subtraction leading to God-led multiplication. Blessed subtraction. God's people, God's calling people that have been a part of this church for a long time into new jobs, into new places, into new cities, and 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 we can see that. And He's opening up for this season here um, spaces for our church to grow. Uh, for new people to come in as they're moving into this city. God's moving his people, people around. Um, we're seeing this in elders and staff people and in all parts of this church, friends, uh, people in our Bible read-through group. And we're not out of the season of subtraction yet. But what I remind you, what I want to remind you of is that these, maybe these losses or these, these subtractions, um, we, we all, we talked about this in January a bit. We've talked about this in, in, over the year that God is strategically rearranging his pieces for a bigger next not just here But but around he's moving his pieces and and he's he's doing that Some people are moving in some people are moving out um, To be a blessing other places He's he's mixing up his board and we're gonna be going through a season of blessed subtraction leading to multiplication There's a purpose behind this there's a purpose behind the rub. There's a purpose behind the, 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 the change. There's a purpose behind the... There's a God purpose behind what's going on here. Family, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. If you're, if you're feeling a little bit of, uh, of uncertainty at the moment, it, it's going to be okay. God is clearly leading. He's clearly leading. It's going to be okay. He's, gonna, he's doing something really special in our church. And when you look at the stories of the Bible... And, and you read about these amazing moments, what comes right before them? Often a bit of uncertainty or worry or, or crisis. It's pretty much always. 
and uh, something is happening that's that's setting up the god moment and that's that's what we're going through right now uh it's stretching it's stretching that's why we were talking about hannah and samuel and saul because it's stretching more i really appreciate laura campbell's text to me this week after the last sunday i talked about pizza dough and how pizza dough great pizza dough the best pizza dough in all the world it it's it's not what it it's, it never becomes what it's meant to be without stretching without stretching and uh she sent me a, a text a hashtag the hashtag was i want to be a pizza when i grow up <laughs> i love it i i love it I, I love it we might be feeling a bit stretched as a church but we're being stretched so that we can become what god made us to become as a church there are there are, are great days ahead God started this church for a reason. I, I was there, I, I, besides my family, I don't think anybody here was there on that first Sunday. God started this church for a reason. He started it for people who weren't yet here. And, and nobody would visit week after week after week. And yet he started this church for a reason, and it wasn't because of what was, it's because of what will be. And in the same way, we're, we're sharpening the church at this moment, not for what's here, but for what will be. And where he's taking us next we're still not arrived god still started this church for a reason beyond just where we've arrived today and i love that i love that thank you for being a part of this church thank you for being a part i believe god has brought you here for a reason you make this church great you make this church great as 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 you serve as you care for people, when someone walks in and sits near you and you, you say, hi, uh, I, I, I'm, for me, Brian. <laughs> hi. It, it, that, that makes the church better. When, when you do that, when you, when you introduce yourself to people and as you, as you give, makes a huge difference in what we can do. As you serve, makes a huge difference in, in what happens here. As we go into this next season of the church as a family, as we step in, into our next era together, we're stepping together wherever god's leading us and and we'll find out all that's going to be in the days ahead but today we've got clarity about what our next step is and we're going to sharpen that's what we're going to do